from the top of the charts to the dusty $1 bin and everything in between, it's time for another review on Life to Labyrinth. Normally we have a little bit of a chit chat that we just jump into, but <laughs> we'll just uh, we'll just we'll just hit the ground running. So welcome back to another episode of Life to Labyrinth podcast. My name is Bryn. With us as always, Angie, and what's left of her voice? Hi. <clears throat> I'm not going to cough through this whole thing. I don't know what's happening. Okay, we'll be fine. We'll get there. And this week we'll we got a rent to Stephen in the form of Angie's brother <laughs> Ben. Welcome, Ben. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Uh, long time listener, first time caller. No, yeah. Sorry. I, want, I really wanted to say that. <laughs> so uh, we won't be inviting Ben back. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Okay. Good yeah. opener. Good opener. All right. All right. So everybody had a good week. What a week indeed. It felt weird. Felt like a weird week, everyone. It was a weird week for me, for sure. Ben. I haven't talked to you in at 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My week was great. I'm just happy to be working again after the long layoff of pretty much all of January. So. Oh, you had a COVID layoff? Well, I was I quit my job a little preemptively and ended up being three and a half weeks without a job. Whoops. And then uh, yeah. But it started now and it's awesome. It's great. It's high paying kind of government, so I'm pumped. Hey. Woo! You, you two Ottawa cats working for the government. Working for Welcome to the government. My parents would be proud. <laughs> my our mom my mom our mom is ecstatic oh. she's like oh my children work for the government <laughs> there's a pension <laughs> in our futures thank god she's verklempt for sure yeah <laughs> i don't have to have enough money put away for them to survive on for the rest of yeah <laughs> fuck you guys i'm going on 100 vacations yes. we're going to cuba yeah we're going <laughs> yeah. wherever the fuck we want. where are we allowed to yeah. go <laughs> yeah really our basement yeah, exactly so uh, so this week, in addition to having our first guest in the form of Ben, we're also trying something for the first time where we've listened to two albums by the same artist. Uh, this was my suggestion, and this week we listened to Young Guns and Revelations by Shelby Mary, and we also uh, bolted on the single When the Darkness Comes. So... I don't know, had either of you guys heard of Shelby Mary before? Had either of you seen Final Space? That's where I found her. No, and can I just tell you, I've been saying, I've been listening to Mary Shelley all week for <laughs> Final Destination. <laughs> I was off in every corner there. I have not heard of either of those two things mentioned. Okay, Ben, have you seen Final Space on Netflix at all? I don't recall if I've seen Final Space. I feel like you'd remember uh, but I you did. I, yeah, okay, then I didn't. Then I definitely Okay. Didn't. And I'm not familiar with her music now. Okay, yeah, and if, and you know, as we all sort of discovered, I think, throughout the week, is when we went online in our own, in our own lives to sort of find out about who she is, she is almost up there with, like, the cool people Steven suggests, because she has no Wikipedia page, <laughs> She has like an IMDb because of the like films that she's done um, songs for and stuff. But she is. I'm feeling Bug Hunter. I'm feeling I, Bug Hunter. I know it's like it's like <laughs> Bug Hunter with an IMDb page. So yeah. So I don't really know much about her other than it seems that she's an independent artist. I watched some of her videos on YouTube and whatnot, and it just seems like she's in an apartment. 
uh, with a piano or a guitar, just kind of on her own with, you know, she just seems like she's a real self-starter, I suppose, but... A little bit of depression, a little bit of breakup, a <laughs> little bit of... Can I... Great voice, though. Love her voice. My God. Can I ask how someone with that kind of style of music and, like Ben was saying, kind of down and deep is doing the score for a cartoon? So Am I missing something? You are. You're missing a really big part of Final Space. So Final Space is only two seasons, and I really recommend you watch it. It's really, really funny. Really funny. But, but I'll put it this way. It's the funniest show that you'll be watching and be like, why the fuck am I crying? <laughs> um, it has some really emotional moments, like some like characters die. Usually they play Shelby Mary, like if a character's about to die um, or, or some such thing. That sounds about it's right. really heavy. Then okay. I, I tried to talk to Angie about it and she had no idea what the hell I was talking about. You might know because you're a bit younger. Did you ever watch Adventure Time? Yes. Okay. Did you follow Adventure Time far enough for it to start getting like really big and kind of start getting sad? Um, I think anytime that happens in a show when something starts to get sad is where I lose interest in normal. Okay. So I think <laughs> I down. started to lose interest when it got a little too sad. For okay. Me. So I guess the way Final Space is, is it's sort of in that vein. It's certainly not as big as Adventure Time and I'm not going to try and get into it because I tried to explain it to Angie and realized my own eyes were crossing trying to explain it. I even watched a 20, <laughs> I watched a 27 minute YouTube video this week about Adventure Time and it's like the timeline of Adventure Time. And it was just like, even the guy reading it was just like, what is happening? Like he, he had put this together yeah. and spent the time to like combine this into a 27 long, a 27 minute long video of timeline. And even he was just like, just bear with me. So, <laughs> so yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Final Space, it's really, really funny. It, it has nothing to do with Shelby Mary's music at all. It's just, she happens to feature in the soundtrack usually when sad things happen. So when the darkness comes, is actually one of the songs that uh, I believe they play in final space. And the other one, okay. the other one is, uh, what was it? I'll get back to you <laughs> on that. Uh, gallows. Was what it was gallow? No, I don't. Sorry. What was the scene uh, that had the, when the darkness comes? I admittedly, it has been some time since I watched it. Cause I would like to have seen the contrast, you know, how the song worked with that episode. For it sure. Might've, it might've given me a bit more uh, perspective on the song. Yeah, that's a great point. Cause I'm picturing like Family Guy and then this coming <laughs> on. Um, like kind of, you know, in the same way, sometimes they use those like extra dramatic songs to make it super funny yeah. or whatever. I yeah. may be wrong that they don't use When the Darkness Comes and they use a different single called When the Night is Long. Well, it sounds like the same song. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think they do have gallows that they use in it as well. It's just a different version of it. It's not the acoustic guitar version that's on the album. It's more of an orchestration. Right. And I think I did send it to you, didn't I? I think yeah. so, yes. Sorry, Ben, I would have sent it to you, but I had no way of contacting you. <laughs> All groovy. Okay, so... This week for me has been like insane and and this music kind of really tied in with it in a really unfortunate way. And um, not to sort of derail everything, but like, you know, when we talk about uh, it's usually at some point in the episode, we talk about other music we listen to and stuff. And I found that this I really just played these albums and When the Darkness Comes on a loop all week. I didn't listen to anything else. And it's because I found out that my mother-in-law has been diagnosed with three kinds of cancer 
Oh, so, my God. So that's I found that out last weekend. And so my week has been like, I haven't really gotten a whole lot of updates on that. I think it's because there isn't a whole lot of updates we have yet. So it's been sort of, I guess, is serendipitous the word? Where this, the her sort of sad, dark music kind of really tied in really well with my week. And it's been sort of... Oh, absolutely. It's been sort of weird. But... I've been really, really excited to talk to you guys about it, Angie, you especially, because I was so, not worried, but so excited to hear if you liked it, because it seemed so in line with, like, the kind of music that we used to listen to with, like, Air and Zero Seven and that kind of stuff. So, what what did you guys think? It took me, it was very hard for me to get into. And I think for the same reason where you kind of had that thing where you were like, oh, this is the music that is soothing my soul right now. I was like, I'm frustrated and I mean, not anything to do with the music. Um, I was frustrated with work and other things and I was, I didn't want to listen to it. And I would play like two songs and then be like, and Metallica. (laughs) And then I would do two songs and then be like, oh, remember Eve 6? You know, and I was doing a lot of back and forth because I have to be in a really particular mood to listen to that constant, slow kind of melancholy feel like I can't just put it on and deal with it I have to be there and so for most of the week I actually really struggled to listen to it and then when I started like by Friday something happened at work where I was like oh my god I'm so frustrated I'm like now getting sad and I like put on the music and I was like oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) take me away (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's one of those things where I, I overall more than possibly most of the albums we've done struggled to get through it because I felt like you need to match the mood with the music and I wasn't there. So yeah, uh, I can see I can see the place. I can see its place, but it seems like a specific mood that I didn't quite match with at like this time. Oh, okay. Ben, how about yourself? I actually really enjoyed it the first time I listened to it, which is weird because I'm often like Angie where I hate everything the first time. <laughs> but the but the first time I was in like kind of like a tired, just got home from work. I just, you know, felt kind of down and out. So it really matched me the first time I listened to it. Sure. And I actually really quite enjoyed the 2013 album. That Young one. Guns. Young Guns, the Young first Guns. one. Yeah, the first one. Um, I think that might have been my uh favorite one out of the two cool but yeah the first listen i was like quite enjoying it but i was being i was like okay what instruments are in there because you know what i wanted to bring something different to the podcast because i (laughs) have listened to it so i was like the staccato beats of this melancholy uh i'm like no i'm full of shit i don't know what i'm talking (laughs) so uh, (laughs) don't tell anyone but i really are we yeah yeah yeah, okay shh don't tell um (laughs) But yeah, no, I actually quite enjoyed it. But the more I listened to it, I wasn't matching the mood, like kind of like Angie was talking about. So when I was in like a good upbeat mood and I'm trying to listen to it while I'm going for a walk, I'm like, ah, okay, yeah, I'm going to slow down. Yes. But I did. <laughs> it's not workout music. <laughs> it's definitely not workout music. And I know that I enjoyed listening to the car when, when in traffic, the one day I did hit traffic. So I was like, ah, shit, I got all the time in the world. So I was relaxed and it matched my vibes there. That's cool. But yeah, I really like her voice. They're just, you could hear that they're, she's going through something. 
or many things or a few things. I kept thinking, who hurt you? <laughs> who hurt, who hurt you? you? Who hurt you? <laughs> and it, it's funny because it doesn't sound like you did, but if you dove into any of the other albums, a lot of it's almost like electronic or like almost like remixy stuff where it's it, oh. it sounds completely different. Like her voice is still the same and, and stuff. It's funny how these two albums come together really well. But some of her yeah. other ones are, are a dramatic departure from this. Oh, shit. I should have listened to it out <laughs> now, of curiosity. Yeah, that would have given me a bit of perspective on her, too, I think. Ah, but sh- I well. did want to add to what Ben said for you liked Young Guns better. Did you not find that her voice was like way more kind of gritty and raw in Young Guns? And That's then what they, I liked. Yeah. yeah. And then Revelation, she, or I think it's called that. Yeah. Revelation, she chilled out a bit more and it was much more polished. And I was like, I don't know if I love that as much. But the studio quality of the second album was way better. You can right. obviously see that she's doing something well and upped her production value for sure. 100%. Because, yeah, Young Guns from 2013 is obviously, a, or I guess, a debut album or something she put out. Because her next release is a next album release anyway, at least in terms of Spotify. And like we mentioned, there's really not a lot of information on her online. Is this uh, Second Planet original soundtrack, but that's from 2017. Then she's got Where the Light Is, which is the kind of really different stuff. And then from 2018, Revelations from 2019, then Tiger Heart also from 2019. Then she's got a few other things uh, kind of spattered in there. So When the Darkness Comes is from 2014. So I guess chronologically it would go Young Guns, When the Darkness Comes, and Revelations for our our purposes. But yeah, um, that's interesting that you guys both liked you guys both liked Young Guns better? I don't know if overall I liked the album better because I did make myself listen to it over and over again and it all started blending into one. But I do I did really notice for sure the vocal difference, which of course would be different if I really thought about how long the time was, like your voice changes, like we talked about it with Alanis. Sure. But um, it just felt uh, like grittier and more like the vibrato was rougher. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then the other one was just mm-hmm. still pissed, but not angry. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She had some anger issues in the first one, which I liked. You could hear it, you know? She was, like, trying to get rid of some demons or something. And then the <laughs> other one, ju- The other one just sounded like a bad breakup, just going through all the different stages. So. Yeah. I liked on Young Guns that there was a, li- a couple of upbeat songs, like Dancing Bones seemed high, like, a little bit more upbeat. Um, Steady and Stronger, I found that, like, I got those songs in my head. I like. I actually liked Revelations better as a listening experience, but I found the songs that stuck with me after a listen were off Young Guns. Other than when the darkness comes, because I, I think I probably listened to that like thirty times this week. Just like cried in my lit kitchen. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Wah, wah. I definitely, as we were saying, got some of the songs stuck in my head. But I will tell you, the first time I heard it, it wasn't the first time I heard it. Every time I listened to it, I was so sure. I kept trying to place where I thought I'd heard the song before. Have you done that? Like, you're constantly having a stroke when you listen to it. And I was like, no. And then, like, the first time I listened to the album, I spent half an hour trying to find this one song I liked 10 years ago by some (laughs) nobody artist. And I was like, it is the same song. And it's super similar. Who gives a shit? It's some guy no one's ever heard of. And 
I did that with a lot of her songs because I don't know if, if she's using common hooks in her songs. I think they're great, but I kept thinking, where have I heard this before? And I know I haven't heard her before, but I definitely started getting, I think Sanctuary was stuck in my head for a while. Me too. And, um, oh, what was the other one? Anyways, I was like, Ma, I can't really get into this. And then I was like walking around listening to it or singing it. <laughs> Sanctuary is an interesting song because I think that's the one that she reworked for another moment in uh, Final Space into a song that they called Mother, which you can't find anywhere other than YouTube. Okay. And it's like a little like minute and 30 second long thing across a really, really sad moment. Maybe one of the saddest moments of the entire series to this point. And basically she's rewritten Sanctuary to do it. Okay. But it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I didn't send it to you guys just because if you haven't seen Final Space, and the only way to see it is basically watching the scene on YouTube in Final Space, it just it's not gonna it's not gonna be the yeah, experience. Yeah. I'd rather just tell you to go watch Final Space, and when you get there, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> for sure. Now I'm going to. I will for sure. See, I don't think you'll regret it. If um, if you really don't like stuff that gets sad, but it's like it gets sad for like. Um, like there's sad moments in it and then it's funny again it's overall it's very funny but it's just really well written in my opinion so like it's sort of like scrubs where it's like overall it's hilarious but every once in a while you're like why do i feel like my chest is caving in <laughs> and then the kid is saved by so, boobs that's great <laughs> exactly hooray <laughs> uh then brendan fraser dies and we all oh. just oh uh, yeah i remember that <laughs> I'm actually trying to find the song that I really liked, and of course, I'm just. I mine was Manhunt. Oh, I love that one. Oh, that's the one I'm on right now. That's not the one. I'm listening to that as well right now. That's a good song. Yeah, that's catchy. That's what I'm talking about. Like Young Guns has some of those more upbeat songs. So I I didn't end up listening to Young Guns as many times this week, but I think sort of like what you guys were talking about, where at the beginning of the week. I had really big feelings about this news I just got. By the end of the week, I kind of, I haven't really listened to it. That We record on Fridays, and so I, I haven't really listened to it before tonight. It's sort of one last refresher since maybe Wednesday. So it's been a couple of days since I actually put it on, but I just sort of stuck with that ambient stuff that I found on YouTube that I posted on Facebook. That was <laughs> awesome. I know. I, f I found that last night when I was uh, doing our editing. When I, for uh, the Atlantis episode I found that last night and I was just like yeah and I just like tucked into that while I edited it was great Nice. Uh, for those of you who aren't on my Facebook it's basically this YouTube channel that's this person's made ambience involving like old music usually from like the 50s or 40s and it's designed to make it sound like you're listening to it from like another room while it's raining outside or you're in a car Whoa. or you're asleep so it's really, it's just really nice. And I kept thinking like, it felt like a video game where like you're walking through like a room and you're in a world that's set in like this, the, like the old, like the forties or something like that, or sort of like steampunk forties um, or sixties. And it's like, you're walking past apartments or something and you can hear them inside with music on. It's, it's designed to sound that way. And uh, that sounds sweet. It was a game changer for me. It felt like being kind of, curled up on a couch during Mad Men era when your parents are yes. listening to music and you're just kind of nodding off or something. It was, yeah. it's fucking cool. It's so cool. It, for me, I felt it was like I'm having memories that I didn't have, but I may because 
our grandparents, I guess the three of us, our grandparents are all the you know greatest generation, I think that's what they're called, who listen to that music, right? So I probably do have more memories than I realize of being a young child and my grandparents having music on. Most of my repertoire is 1940s, 1950s, big band <laughs> and Frank Sinatra and all that stuff because that's what I do for work all the time. Lawrence Welk show. Oh yeah, play that every day, baby. Lawrence. That's so funny. Okay, I, the song I was trying to remember is Empty City. Something about the hook in that song made me think that it was a cover or I'd heard it before or it was so well written it kind of blew me away a little and it's a like less than a three minute song yeah I love empty city I think it's a great song it's one of the ones I was going to point out about revelations I I don't it didn't strike a chord for me in terms of have I heard this before but it's a great song I was going to say, I think I also left it play and I wasn't paying attention. And then it started playing again. And I was like, well, I've heard this before somewhere. <laughs> and when you asked me if I listened to the single, I this is the one thing I did notice about this uh, like kind of music is after 25 minutes, I realized it was just playing the same song over and over again. And I hadn't noticed. because it kind of had that tone which I like I said struggled with at the beginning of the week but uh I walked I just was like oh my god this one song's been playing for 20 minutes I'm an idiot (laughs) obviously (laughs) paying attention didn't realize you were listening to her rock opera minus five yeah Yeah. Yeah. I I put for the empty uh empty city it feels like 2020 theme song Because it was just all about like it was like preemptively everything's screwed up. It's in the shitter. Like nothing's going the way it should. And, and I'm like, and it felt like maybe she had a premonition because it was 2019, correct? The album came out. Uh, it was. It yes. felt like a premonition of 2020. That song for me. <laughs> we should have made it the anthem. Yeah. Yeah. It's. She's got a great voice. Really. Oh, absolutely. Really good. And when you, I don't know if you guys spend any time, I know Angie, you're not much of a YouTuber, but if there's some videos of her performing songs, like I said, in in like her apartment or something, and it seems like fairly effortless for her, like just playing piano and she sounds exactly like the record. It's it's fantastic. Like it's, there's really not a lot of production on her voice other than like some reverb and stuff. At a certain point, I was surprised that she wasn't more well-known because she is she was giving me kind of Serena Ryder vibes a little, just a little, a little bit more down tempo, but I was surprised when I did the Google search that she wasn't more well known because she is a great songwriter, composer, and has a crazy voice. Like, I never really understand how some musicians get big and others are just like quietly fucking nailing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and considering she has such a little small presence, I'm really interested, and I'll probably never get the answer, of how she was discovered for Final Space. And I would have thought because of Final Space kind of being, it's like a Netflix show. It's It's got two seasons, It's and it's really good. And it seems to have a fairly, like when you look at her YouTube stuff, especially the Final Space stuff, there's a lot of views on it. So she's fairly well known in that community. But it's like, how is she so well known in that niche but then all overall nothing and and maybe it's that her music doesn't seem to have like you said like on the surface there's not a lot of variety maybe that's sort of that that's niche independent artist of like sticking 
with you know the downtrodden a little bit and her other stuff being sort of more like remixy is a really big departure maybe it's sort of hard to place her and it's true because the person who i thought she was reminding me of was also an indie artist that i can't even remember his name because i i'm sure no one's ever heard of him but at, Steven has. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I was like comparing her to other super indie artists. And I wonder, I guess, yeah, you're right. If there's just that sound of, I don't know. Melancholy. They're smarter and singing about more intelligent things. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she also, she's happy with the level of her success. You know, maybe yeah. a, a lot of success is about promotion, right? Right. And selling sell it out to the man. Yeah, and maybe she's quite happy like releasing her little indie records that she records in wherever she's doing it. And I can appreciate that, you know. I really like that aspect of it. Hundred percent, because like she, like she's she's on Final Space, which is, a, in my opinion, a big deal. She's on the Second Planet original soundtrack. I'm not sure what a Second Planet is. I've not I've not heard of it. And there was another song that she, I think, what was it? Ben, you talk. I'm going to find where that other song I was thinking of. There's, she's another movie that it she's involved in. It sounded like a couple of the songs definitely could have been video game, like, theme songs as well. Like, they, like for the certain game, it would have just hit perfectly. Yeah. And, I, and I'm and pretty sure I in, the, in her future, she's definitely got a video game deal with something. I kept trying to figure out how this song, how the songs were in cartoons, let alone video <laughs> games. I was like, what is happening? Uh, it's not in the moments in the cartoons where it's like, zoinks! <laughs> Bonk! <laughs> oh, I just pressed play on the where the light is. I'm gonna check that out. That sounds trippy. Yeah. Um, so, When the Darkness Comes, it wasn't in Final Space like I thought. It was in The Maze Runner. Oh! I might have seen that. It's, an, it's a movie from a number of years ago. I think there's been a few of them. I've, I saw the first one. It was actually a lot better than I expected it to be. Googling! No, I liked it. That's Yeah, you saw The Maze Runner? Yeah. Did you see any of the sequels or just the first one? No, just the first one. Um, so apparently when the dark... I'm still looking blankly at Maze Runner. I have not seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's worth seeing. Yeah, it's better than I expected. Yeah, 100%. I think I... I it was like a... Ra- I think I downloaded it randomly. Like Again, like... The video on YouTube with the Maze Runner When the Darkness Comes is from seven years ago, which is probably when Maze Runner came out. Yeah. I, there was no Netflix or anything for me anyway seven years ago that I... Oh, there, there, no, there was. There was. I'm, I'm lying. Just Sorry, one of the themes on our podcast, Ben, if I know you may know because you're a long-time listener, is that Angie and I have absolutely no concept of time. <laughs> I really, and it's I, bad. I heard that. I heard that too, okay? <laughs> we, we both think that it's still like 2002. I mean, Ben knows and... this about me. We'll have a conversation. He's like, remember this? I'm like, no. I don't remember time. You don't remember Snow Jam. I don't remember ever going to Snow Jam. And it makes Ben very upset because we went to this concert together and I don't remember a thing. That's because you were probably stoned. I probably wasn't. I was not a cool kid. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I went to high school with her. She was intimidating, cool. No. No. A bit of a dick, yes. Smoking pot and being cool, no. Less no. so. No. Now, when she came back from England, watch out, world. Little different. Little different. <laughs> little, then it was, don't put these photos on Facebook. My mom. Oh, will see my them. mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi, mom. Hi, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it's funny. I don't funny. think I've ever I called your mom Cheryl. I always call her Mrs. B because Honestly, she was a kindergarten no, teacher when I was so four. Funny. <laughs> I didn't so know I just their think, names. You know, I didn't know either of their names till I was like twelve or thirteen. Swear to God. Oh, your parents are both teachers. They don't have first names and they sleep at no, the school. Like, no, I'm not no, even sure how no. you both were conceived. Honestly, <laughs> in the, the gymnasium. School, in the gymnasium. <laughs> in the locker room. Yeah, you were conceived in the little art nook in GL Combo Public Schools. Oh my god, I can't picture it. little art it. and French. Uh, la 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 la. Oh, to... I can't plug my ears. God damn it. <laughs> your, your parent, that's why they tore that school down. Your parents had yeah. sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if That's that... what the smell was. Oh my god. <laughs> was, that was, yeah, it's all the mold from their stuff. Oh <laughs> my god. I don't think Ben ever went to jail combo, so. I've been in GL Combo. Okay. I re I rode on the fucking uh, the he came he, with the vacuum cleaner. Joe would I would drive around in the vacuum cleaner. The he would bring me around. <laughs> Joe the janitor. He was my friend. Okay. We very oh. intimately got to know after our schools and all the janitors and whatever because we'd sit there and wait for our parents for two hours to wrap up and yeah. we'd be like, oh, <laughs> Naismith at night. Uh, <laughs> After hours. Yeah, oh, Maynard the janitor is out. Hey, Maynard. Oh, Steve was the best. He had the sickest mullet you'd ever seen, a huge <laughs> mustache, and we'd just talk shop about 1960s rock in, like, grade five. Bless. Awesome. <laughs> I just took the bus home. <laughs> yeah, as, as you do. With normal kids. As, as the rest of us did. <laughs> I sunk oh, half-court shots in the gym. That's what I did. I am better at scoring a half-court shot than I am at any other shot in basketball. It doesn't make any sense. Well, you got to start going to Raptors games and see if you can get it. Yeah. The, the yes. half-court shot for like a million bucks at halftime or something. Oh, man. They'd be poor. Skills skills <laughs> to have. Um, also, when your parents are teachers, if someone is mean to you on the schoolyard, they fucking pay for it. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. I remember somebody called me a fucking butt. And I told my dad because I was quite like upset about it. And that kid got detention for a long time. And I was there when it all went down. And dad was like, Robbie, over here. And I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. Okay, well, I'm never telling you anything ever again. But thank you for having my back. <laughs> Mr. B laying the smack down. Oh yeah. I, I actually have a story of my current roommate. He, like, beat me up outside of school, and my dad gave him shit in school. <laughs> oh, my God, that's great. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I, I, I went to I, both schools that your parents taught at, but I had neither of them as a teacher. Dismissed him. You, you I remember, I'm, I guess so. I, well, I got to know them outside of school, I guess. I do remember your dad, though, at one point in, like, seventh or eighth grade, I, like a lot of boys, have go through the phase of having a yo-yo. <laughs> And your dad, <laughs> and your dad came over and was like, "Do you know the dog bite?" Yep. <laughs> and, and he stood there and he just like took my yo-yo from me in on the on like schoolyard, and like swung it down and hooked it on his pants. And I was like, "I I don't know who you are, really, <laughs> but that's cool." My dad is a yo-yo master. Uh, it's he's got some skills for sure. And I knew exactly what you were talking about when you said it because it's a it's a well-known party a, trick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he just came. Walks the dog. Walk the dog. He might do walking the dog. Walking the dog. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the, yeah, the cats, the, yeah, whatever. Yeah, for, you know, I went through that phase, and you, my dad was also, it must have been like, you know, my dad and your dad, I think, your dad's a few years older than mine. My dad's, I think, 67, your dad's 75. Ish. So, ish. So, so, I don't know. They're kind of the same, they're same, same generation, That was like probably, the but. toy back in the day. <laughs> yeah, like, my, I remember, like, I got, the first time I ever got a yo-yo given to me, my dad was, like, doing all kinds of shit with it, and I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> and, like, if there's, if there's a truth in the world, it's that every old man, every boomer man went through a yo-yo phase. And I think most of the kids, uh, most of the boys my age did too. But any boomer man, you hand them a yo-yo and it's just like second nature to but them. But can they work a cell phone? <laughs> Hard fuck no. No. Hard no. fuck no. That, Give and them. a Zoom call? No, they just close. <laughs> How does this remote <laughs> work? Why do I have three? Oh, What's the Apple TV? <laughs> I have a cat face. How do I get rid of the cat face? I have a... <laughs> I'm here live. I'm not a cat. <laughs> I totally pictured my mom saying that maybe on a Zoom call. We'll keep doing our tutoring. I'm not a cat. Just carry on. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. With the amount of calls. Oh, we just dated the shit out of this episode. Yeah, really. With the amount. Of, my mom got a new computer, and with the amount of calls and questions I receive, I 100% expect her to have, do a Zoom tutoring episode as a cat. Not episode. You know what I mean? <laughs> episode. Yeah. Session. 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 A tutoring session as a cat. Well, I, I hope you're there to see it. She would not be able to figure out it recorded or anything or take Get a, a phone call <laughs> how do i turn this yeah. off oh man anyway your parents are good people they taught many a kid how to read and write and do yo-yo tricks and they still are god bless them they, st they still are you know what my parents did my parents for a living worked for the federal government my mom was an accountant when she went back and my dad was a computer programmer and i can guarantee you neither of them are doing anything <laughs> Similar to their jobs mm -hmm. anymore. They're they're just like retirement. I, like, yeah. You know, if I can probably ask my mom accounting questions, people probably do. But I know at one point she ran a tax business and she basically just farmed it all out to other people. She was just like, meh. Does she do taxes? Does she do mine? Yeah. Absolutely not. Oh, no. I think it's one of those things where because she stopped doing it fairly regularly and kind of gave the the people that she was doing it with she gave their farm their business out and i think they did they the house that i grew up in in almont my parents sold to people who ran an accounting business so my parents just befriended them i think they just hired them to do all of their taxes after that she just like totally straight up yeah my, my parents just like they honestly like I think they, like, they just, they worked to live 100%. Like, I don't, I, they may correct me or they may hear this episode. And, and they're like, we do me, accounting like, no. for fun all the time. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, my, my dad is, you know, he, he likes computers well enough, but like, I think it was 100% a job for them. Like, to be a teacher like your parents, like, that's a passion. My, my, to be an accountant and a computer programmer, like, that was just, yeah. that was, that was just a job. I, career, but it wasn't like a passion or anything. I understand what you're saying. I've never understood accountants because basically numbers make me have mental breakdowns, even if they're just passing by and I don't need to do anything with them. So it always shocks me that people chose to deal with them every day. I'm like, you are amazing people to put yourself in that line of stress. 
that maybe only I have. Everything. Yeah. Oh my God. Math, 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 math. And get paid well. I mean, it's for sure. Like, yeah. No. If you're the kind of person that can make it work. Then and there's yeah, always jobs. Nice. There's always an accountant always needed jobs. somewhere. So. I will pay any amount of money for someone to fill out tax forms so that I never have to look at them. I don't care. I'm not even opening up the fucking tax website. Nothing. Someone needs to do this for me. I can't. <laughs> My mom taught me how to do taxes, and then the year of my separation, something went like it got weird because I separated halfway through the year. My taxes were weird, and I couldn't figure it out. And so my solution was that was to not file taxes for the last five years. Oh, that'll catch up with you. <laughs> oh, maybe. 100%. I mean, oh, I, I might have a fairly big. <laughs> Uh, return I, at some point but one of my co-workers came in one day livid and she said that for the last six years of tax season she asks her husband if he does the taxes and he's like yeah yeah i do them every year she got a call that day she had not filed in six years she had missed out on four years of child benefit payments she like wow. everything i laughed so hard and I said if that was my partner I would go home pack my shit and leave <laughs> if you tell me you're doing my taxes you're doing the fucking taxes my friend yeah I had a friend at one point that said she was going to do them for me and then kind of never came to it to to fruition but this is a completely different podcast now. Um, taxes. Let us talk about taxes. Taxes, taxes. Canadian. That's not. It's just because we're all getting sent our T4s It's right true, now. yeah. And there's, yeah, I'm not going to talk about taxes anymore. Right. Oh, I was like, Mary, back to Mary Shelley. Uh, Shelby Mary. Mary Shelley. Shelby Mary. <laughs> Shelby Mary. It's kind of on her to have that name. I kept thinking of her as uh, Mary Shelby as well. <laughs> You're saying Mary Shelley, which is a real yeah. person. I was thinking Mary Shelby. And I kept saying Final Destination because I don't know why I've not seen that either. I don't even know what that is. Final Destination is a series of horror movies, is it not? Yes, that's why I never go behind a log truck ever on the highway. Oh. Because of Final Destination. Watch that scene. You will never go behind a log truck. I don't anyways, but I'm just paranoid. I tend not to go behind. Yeah, I think I know the scene you're talking about. I've never seen them, but I think it was in the trailer. Um, yeah, I tend to stay away from any transport truck with an open yep. load or a dump, dump truck trucks. because I've had way too many oh. Oh, front windshields exploded yeah. because of uh, tanning beds from too from that fucking movie. No, never will I ever go in a tanning bed. Oh no, I will never get a tan again. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> having, having a tan has never come up. No, me pasty neither. Till I, pasty, pasty till I die. Yeah. Okay. That's right. I just get extra freckly I, if I, I tan and then I burn. I do extra freckles and then I look a little diseased, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a friend of mine, Kobe, that I, Stephen and I used to work with. He was this like black guy. Um, he still is, but he was then <laughs> good, too. Good, good. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy for him. <laughs> and he, because I'm so freckled, he uh, he used to say that I was like one eighth minority. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. When they start connecting, it's really confusing. I mean, I mean, yeah. at what point does someone with vitiligo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going the other way. You can't compare those, but yeah. it's funny too. <laughs> that's that's pretty great. <laughs> Little Kobe, what a goofball! Oh, my, okay. Back to this music. The best of me yeah, song. Yeah, let's do that. 
there there's like a part of it where she's like a ghost to Rome or and I I kept hearing goats to Rome like the oh the, the weird wine the wine yeah I've been there it's in South Africa and it just made me want to drink that wine it's not I that, remember it's not as good as you remember it <laughs> okay okay well that's fair enough or fair enough. I've just become like fancier with my wine but I bought it th- recently as like a oh, remember this? And I was like, this is fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have the high class taste. I have my right. beer income. Right. And still with the beer taste. So I think it's just fine for me. <laughs> Did you ever watch Parks and Recreation? Yes, it's like my favorite show. There's a quote in that show that you probably know where Aubrey Plaza says, I think we can all agree that all wine tastes the same, and if you pay more than $8 for wine, you are very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> she is the best character in that fucking And show. she says that at like a sommelier <laughs> certification thing. <laughs> I never got into that show. Oh, oh you're missing. Do you like The Office or no, any of those kinds of shows? I don't like The shows? Office. No, Parks and Rec. an Office rewatch. I've, I've, me too. Show. I'm the same. You and I are very similar with that, Bryn. I've so just. You want to move I, to and hang out? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Except minus the Edmonton part, yeah. I've heard good things about the icy Edmonton hookers. I I wouldn't know anything about that. Good times. Good thing to be. I've paid for a lot of things in my life, but not that. (laughs) Good thing to be known for Edmonton. Nailing it. (laughs) I had to go to Toronto um, for a work thing in December of 2019. And I met people from the, our, our, it was a company thing. And so I met people from Vancouver. There's people there from Winnipeg and then a bunch of people from Toronto. And they were like, oh, hey, where are you from? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in from Edmonton. And they were like, oh, you're in Edmonton? I'm like, yeah. They're like, why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, because uh, I stopped one province too soon. <laughs> Come for the hockey. Stay for the icy hookers. Apparently. That should be your license plate. I don't. I think you can only put seven. <laughs> no, no, the like characters. live free or die. That part. Oh, like, like the, ours the is uh, the the Wild Rose Province. Well, I think it can oh, now yeah. be hockey, hockey and hookers. We used to be the city of champions, and then at some point, someone realized that we hadn't been a champion of anything since the eighties. <laughs> Can't hold that up forever. <laughs> so the signs down. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> It used to say on this the city signs for Edmonton. It used to say Edmonton, and then underneath it would say City of Champions. They took them all. We can't live up to this standard any longer. Remove them. They keep trying with their hockey team, but it just those young guns haven't hit it quite yet. I don't know. No, they keep. People are like, are you an Edmonton Oilers fan? It's like, no, I moved here in two thousand nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Couldn't give a shit. Anyway. We are tangenting hard, which means we're not loving the music, and I disagree. I really like this stuff. I like it. I think there's just, when I feel like I might want to slip my wrist, this is the soundtrack. This is it. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. But a great, like... Maybe you'll get some bad news. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) You're like, well, maybe you too (laughs) can enjoy this album with some bad news. I mean, thank you. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) I, I would honestly say, if you got bad news or you like, this should have been in our breakups. Yeah, month. yeah. I really thought it was. I th- I thought I was coming in on the last breakup album. Oh, funny. That was, no, that was straight up. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I thought I, I 
Yeah, it definitely should have been, but it wasn't part of any of our breakups and it just, it was just random. I just picked it because I happened to have her in my head and then I thought maybe you guys, Angie especially, would like it enough that doing both albums wouldn't be a big thing and now you're both telling me like, yeah, it was, it was kind of a grind. <laughs> no, I, it wasn't a grind. I just, I no. was playing it like while I was working and I was like, no, no, I put on like Metallica because I was just like, okay, it's just really down. But I, it's not her fault. She's a great musician and I definitely am going to check out the album that you think is weird techno shit. I'm interested because her voice, I think that's kind of maybe what I was missing was she's got that cool rich voice uh, like Serena Ryder or maybe even Sia but I wanted to see something a little bit crazy like I wanted like mm -hmm. this fifth song to be like whoa this is something crazy and weird and check out like what I can do in this genre and it was and it stayed very okay yes but I I don't I didn't not like it I just was struggling to concentrate on music that was bringing me down no, that's, and that's totally fair. It's definitely music for a mood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I loved her harmonies, though. I, d so, did she have other people singing on the tracks with her, or was it through a machine, do you know? Um, I have no idea. Okay. Because there was, this, yeah, at least one song, I think you mentioned it earlier, that I forget. Civil um, Warfare? Civil War, yeah. It sounds like there's another person with her. I genuinely don't know. I tried to I look it up YouTube... for 20 minutes. It was so <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> and there's no like, there's no like featuring and stuff, right? No, I hate that. Um, Where are the liner notes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that in some of the YouTube videos, there's stuff where like she's doing her own harmonies. It's like a, it's not like a live performance. It's like a compilation where she's videotaped herself doing like all these different parts. So, my guess is it's probably all her. Yeah, which is it super impressive. And it was so yeah. good. Her harmonies were unbelievable. Yeah, I think if nothing else, like for me, she's a fantastic songwriter. You definitely, for the two albums and a song that we listen to, if you're not in the mood for it, it's going to feel weird. Mm -hmm. uh, her songwriting's fantastic. Her musicianship, in my opinion, is fantastic. And her voice is incredible. Yeah. Like I, I could listen to her all, like all day. Yeah. And... But I'm also a bit of a sad sack that likes this kind of music in general. I felt myself turning into Steven a little bit on this one, where I was like, all too slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, poor Steven. If it, I don't think he listened to it, because now that we're friends on Spotify, I can see that you listened to Gallows like a bunch of times. I didn't notice you listening to any of the other songs. Me? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Because that's the but... song you probably had stuck on repeat. Yeah, it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to let you know that Steven's listening to the struts. Woo! Yes, he he's listening to Roll Up five yes. hours ago. Yes! <laughs> I always look because uh, he's always like, hey, you know, because I put the albums that we listen to in our Discord, as I've mentioned, and he's always like, all right, cool. Like, he's actually been a little bit more active this week. Uh, he and I have touched base. <laughs> You're a creeping bit. him hard. And uh, I just look to see if, because I, I have Spotify open, I listen to it on my computer when I work. Right. And because I can actually have that app open as opposed to on my phone, I can see my friend activity. And he's I've never caught him listening to any of our albums that we've done since he's been on hiatus. He's taking a break from what we put him through. Bless. I mean, hey, that's 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 up to him. And the, uh, the family situation he's going through, it's tough. So no judgment, but... Uh, 
Of course. I will laugh at yeah. it. Did you find when, she, like, some of the pronunciation of some of the words was so weird? I didn't. She has a very weird accent. Yeah, she has a very weird accent when she sings. I thought she wasn't American. I thought she was, like, yeah. you know, Irish or Scottish or something like that. Yep, and then I, I heard her speak, and I was like, oh, no, she she's, like, from North America. But she has, yeah, you're right. That's something I wanted to mention as well, is she has a weird diction when yeah. she sings. Mm. I want to break your heart. You're just oh, <laughs> I know. Yes, I know. There's a couple singers and that do that. It sounded like she was saying rake your heart, which just like the vision mm. that that shows, like you're just like, oh my God. I like that Someone better. raking your heart. That's like hardcore. I think man. that's like, an that's upgrade fun. on the lyrics. It's like when we had those misheard lyrics from Alanis, I think. <laughs> We talked about how a cross-eyed bear makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I always thought it was cross-eyed bear. Me too. That makes Me sense. Too. It makes sense. But I did the same thing with Queen. About five years ago, I decided to look up the lyrics and boy, do I make that shit up. Like, like <laughs> just phonetically guessing and throwing it out a wall and seeing what sticks. I do not know the, I mean, as I've listened to it a thousand times, but the lyrics are all in here and they're not accurate. Beelzebub? Beelzebub? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is a Beelzebub? I don't uh, know. It's Satan, isn't it? Oh. Beetle, Beelzebub? Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Don't, don't say it again. I don't. Don't. No, what are you doing? <laughs> I just did it twice. <laughs> just to see. Okay. <laughs> One thing I did notice that she does on this, on her songs, more frequently than you hear other people doing is she seems to have like a coda on the end where it sounds like the song ends and then she does like a little more. Yes, that yeah. messed, that was that really messed cool. me up on a couple where I was like, oh, this is the same song. Yeah, there's one of them that goes into this second part and it sounds exactly like the beginning of a Leonard Cohen song. And I wondered if she was covering a Leonard Cohen song and then it continued to do the same song. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I noticed there are some of the song choices that I really liked. I liked that she did that because it's not su super common anymore to have that like mostly end and then have like a little more at the end, which I think is called a coda. Um, and the other thing she seems to do is like she's not afraid of having really short songs. Yeah. You know, she's got Sanctuary, which is like almost four minutes. But then like the song right after Glory is like a minute 38. And I found that like the little short songs made the album flow a lot easier. I super appreciate short songs because like after so long I don't give a shit if you're just singing the same thing over and over again so yeah I appreciated that and I think it kind of it's like this is my art this is what it's gonna be I don't need to you know do this by anyone's yeah. standards and I, I I did appreciate that because if yeah. you think you can nail it in a minute and a half fucking do it don't be seven minutes of and repeat the chorus again you know 100% in the two albums we listen to there's three songs that are under two minutes and it's just so rare to find that and I just and like you said like my that was my thought as well where it's just so cool that she didn't like have like an instrumental break and then basically perform this song again just to get to three minutes it was just like cool a minute minute 30 minute 40 and that's it that's what i wanted to say about yeah, this that this is my message it's so scene. cool and i th and it seems like that's the way her albums are released as well because the two that we listen to are maybe an hour between them like and a lot of her stuff's like that it's not super long it doesn't seem where the light is which is one of her other albums is 10 songs 20 29 minutes oh yeah i'm gonna check that one out yeah, that's, and then that's Tiger Heart is thirteen songs, thirty nine minutes. So that's that's the most 
that's the longest one of all of them, aside from the, I think, the original soundtrack. But even the original soundtrack, Second Planet, is 21 songs, 33 minutes. They're all like little, like one minute, some snippets, I guess, because it's the soundtrack from something. So she just wrote for the piece that it needed. And she didn't do like the Elton John thing where she turns it into like a seven minute song from like a 30 second clip. In the Every movie. rock song from the 70s. Yeah. Oh, let's do a five minute guitar solo. Of... We're gonna do a guitar solo, We're then a drum, drum solo. solo, a saxophone solo. What else can we put Everyone in there? Everyone gets is... their time. <laughs> Bongos? Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pour some out for bongo players. Shout out to my bongo bros. <laughs> <laughs> That's me on bongo. Steady and Stronger just came on, and I'm repeating myself, but very Serena Ryder. Very. Okay, I'm done. I'm done with it. It also reminded me of KT Upstall. Or oh, KT Tunstall. Tunstall. Tunst Tunstall. The cherry cheese. Yeah. It made me want to listen to that. Oh yeah, that's a great callback. Yeah, because it was just like the same kind of rhythm, the flow, and then a couple of the songs. I was like, oh yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, and I want to now listen to that song. <laughs> Interesting. So just because we're kind of getting to the end of our talking time a little bit, in terms of the couple of segments that we try and throw in, I already mentioned that I haven't, I, because of the week I had, I didn't listen to really anything else other than her. Angie, you mentioned you listen to Metallic and stuff, but uh, did this? What else did you guys listen to this week as a result of this? Either to palate cleanse from the emotional tone of her music, or did it sort of send you in a direction that you hadn't been in a while? I wanted. To, I listened to Sam Smith because one of her songs really reminded me of that. Give it all of me. Oh yeah. That song, because one of her songs kind of sounded quite similar, and I wanted to compare the difference of the two. So that was one for me. That's cool. That's cool. Angie, just Metallica? Um, I, I'm just looking at recently played um, a lot of Rolling Stones and Queen. I don't know what I was doing. I listened to the Annie Up remix after listening to both albums, just so I could get pumped up for my walking. <laughs> <laughs> the what remix? Anti-Up Remix. What's that? It's the most gangster, loud, obnoxious rap song Sweet. ever. <laughs> Sweet. At one point I went from this to, give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I deserve. <laughs> I saw you put that on our Instagram. And I was like, Good I love that. Yeah, I went to- You did listen to Gimme Shelt. Go ahead. Yeah, I did go to classic rock. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I, you were listening to Give Me Shelter at one point, and actually, I did listen to it. I was just like, yeah, click. I'll click on that. <laughs> listen to Give That's Me Shelter. So fun. It's a fun song. It's one of the good Rolling Stone ones. I mean, they all are, but yeah. In uh, Sanctuary, I wanted to mention, I heard a Rocket League. So the video game that I play, Rocket League, their theme to it, it sounds like a part of that song, like specifically near the end, the last like minute. It's got the exact same tones in it. So as soon as I was listening to it, I'm like, oh God, I gotta play some video games. So it kind of put that into my head. <laughs> Subliminal messaging. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Must play Rocket League. Well, that's interesting <laughs> that we both kept thinking we were hearing other things, which is, I don't know why I did that specifically for this artist, because I don't know if I normally do that, but every time I'd be like, no, oh, you know what this reminds like, I don't know. I don't know why I had to pull it apart like that. No, that's interesting. I mean, that's that's the cool part about the the, the segment that you suggested, Angie, because it's, it's true. Like, every time we listen to an album, I find, with the exception of this time, for extenuating reasons, it's always like I always end up down some weird path. Yeah. 
as maybe a palate cleanser to what we're listening to, or it's just like it reminds me of something that's sort of subliminally, and all of a sudden I'm listening to something. Or you kind of ride the wave of the song tones into something else, and then oh yeah, remember this? Like when we were listening to Atlantis, and then I got to Tracy Bonham, and I was like, yes, like similar and fantastic. Yeah, and I went from Alanis to, like, R.E.M. Yeah, yeah, I've had R.E.M. coming up on my playlists. I've been listening to a lot of those 1996 rock playlists and living my best life. It's, like, (laughs) Offspring and Metallica and Eve Six and shit like that, and I just... And R.E.M., like, Daydreamer came on, I was like, oh my god, this song. Oh, love, 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 love. Um, when the song Happy came up, I really thought that that was going to be the one that like, you know, she's finally through her <laughs> funk. She made it out, you know, she's going to do better things. And then it's like, I'm not fucking happy. I'm like, oh, poor girl. You poor girl. I thought this was the one. She stays on brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That she does. In these two albums anyway. And When the Darkness Comes. Very much all on brand. Which, um, I just hit our other segment. Did you guys have... A songbird across these two albums or even like i listened to all of it back to back to back and nothing kicked me out of it no which might be a little bit of a problem for me because it also all blended together obviously if i listened to the same song Mm. for 20 minutes and didn't realize um (laughs) but no exactly nothing kicked me out because i but i also don't think i listened often to like it all together um, I think Glory kicked me out the first time that I listened to it. Okay. Because I'm like, this sounds like a hymn. I I, I don't really. Want oh, to to I know hymn. which one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah, that's not a bad point. It just uh, I did like the first part wasn't as hymny, but then it was just like glory, glory. I'm like, okay, hallelujah. I get it. So <laughs> that was yeah, the one that kind of kicked me out a little bit, but I came back and ended up kind of enjoying it after. So. That's funny. I was. I was also a little bit irked by that. I was like, oh, God, what's happening? The good the good side of that is that the song is a minute 38. Exactly. That's what I mean. So by the time you're like, what the fuck is happening? You're like into best <laughs> I don't know if I like this song. She was, it's over. <laughs> it's over. She, she was clever. Yeah. <laughs> she snuck it in there. She snuck it in. Goes from like a minute thirty-eight to five eighteen, which is the longest song probably across both albums. Oh my god, she sounds like Adele in this. Yeah. Yes. There's some moments, yeah, she sounds sort of Adele-ish. Yeah, I'll agree. Oh, I just came up with that now. What song are you listening to? Glory. Steady and Stronger. You're listening to Glory. Yeah, there's definitely some tones of Adele in her in her voice, I would agree. It'd be interesting to hear her do Adele covers. I bet she could. I bet she could rock sure. one. And I, it might expand her range, you know? Like, I feel like we we haven't really felt her, like, power or range or anything, and I want to hear that more. It might be more predominant on some of her other albums, but I just felt like I didn't hear it. Yeah, that might be why those other albums would be fun to listen to. Yeah, I think, I think my takeaway from this is I really enjoyed these, but it would be fun to revisit her other stuff now, because there's not a ton of it. And the albums are all pretty short, so it'd be interesting now for fun for me to check out her other stuff again, and I guess for you guys for the first time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely going to be checking out now. Cool. I've only ever heard of her until like a week and a half ago when Angie said this <laughs> to me, So, uh, but I've been 
this one uh, girl at my work she's a singer and she does the, uh musical therapy and her voice yeah. is very similar to her so i'm like you got to listen to her because i think you you know you might really enjoy covering or singing one of her songs so i found that pretty cool that's cool that's awesome well anybody got any final thoughts or is that kind of was that your final thought great suggestion wonderful musician i definitely need to take a break from the sad stuff but i am anxious to listen to other albums but like super super quality musicianship i would say absolutely great singer i really loved her voice but you guys are going to get pumped up for some swollen members though right <laughs> is that what we're doing next week we're jumping right to to what we're doing next yes. week ben's coming back Ben's coming back and he's coming weird. Yep. Coming in <laughs> hot. Beautiful Death Machine. Is that the name so, of the album? Yeah, Beautiful Death Machine. Swollen Memories. Remember, we're not cool. And so once upon a time, we heard Swollen always, always brings And That's the extent of my Swollen Memories. Well, knowledge. that's why. Well, the whole point of this podcast is to expand our listening and you know try to listen to some new things oh 100 percent. i love this album to be honest i saw them live they performed it i saw it twice actually and they the i don't know i loved it it was good vibes they performed the whole album the whole them? album plus they brought That's out cool. the classics Ooh. which was That's sick um there's about three whatever we'll talk about it next week i'm already sorry i'm already doing it can't you can't start the next yeah. episode we always yeah, do yeah, that yeah yeah shut her down <laughs> cut me off <laughs> shut her down all right so thank you for very much for listening next week ben this is you're returning right absolutely i'll coming be back all right cool our rent steven will be back for at least one more week <laughs> do you just call me rent steve to, it's fine i did it rent steven i called you that at the beginning too yeah <laughs> beautiful death machine swollen members and if you are in a somber mood check out Shelby Mary. And if you're not and you want to listen to some weird remixes, check out Shelby Mary. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. All right. Thanks very much for listening and we will catch you next time. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Life to Labyrinth podcast. Theme music by Devin Rose. Find Devin on Bandcamp or any streaming service. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Life Number Two Labyrinth.